the heart of the house. And, you know, when I was sitting there and I was thinking about the message that Pastor Robert was pre, uh, like talking about last week, you know, and helping, uh, you know, being hands and feet, it's really showing, like, where the house is actually going, you know, so forth is, like, doing outreach and, and what we're going to do to impact the community even more. And you see it as, like, what Pastor Robert's doing with, you know, uh, was it Foundation Builders? With, yeah, foundation, but I said, I, I, like, I'm, a, I'm 30 tomorrow, and my mind's like a 60-year-old. I, I forget a lot, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, so you see, <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking for myself. This, that, was, that was a personal for me in my, in my old age. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, you see it like what Pastor Robert's doing abroad, and, and, you know, my heart and the things that God has put into my heart, you know, you know, for the house in the future as we step into this leadership. It shows, like, what I want to do in this community. Uh, and there's a lot of people, and it, it, like, you can see it, you know, just from up here. It's like there's people that are ready to move and people that are ready to do for the kingdom. And it's, it's so cool to see that the different skills that God has placed within this community that can be utilized. And I, I, just, I just ask that, you know, you take time to pray and see if God puts it on your heart to be, you know, those helping hands. Because um, there's a lot of things that, like I said, that God has put on my heart, you know, coming into the future that is definitely going to need people that uh, have a heart for it. Um, like I see a lot of things like, you know, giving, to the, giving back to the community, not in a way of like saying like we're just going to write checks or, you know, give money, but it's, you know, teaching those valuable skills that people can use to say like I want to establish a business or I want to take this and utilize it to help somebody else. And that's, what, like, that's, what's, that's what's in my heart is like to unlock the full potential inside of people and show them their potential and their value. Because that's what we need. There's people out that are broken or hurt and they can't see like, the things that they have inside them, those skills and those traits and those talents. And it's like that's, that's what God's placed on my heart. And I feel like that's the calling that he has pushed me to is like to, to tap into the potential of what people have. And going into like what I'm going to talk about, you know, there's, there's many things though that I allow to get in the way of me fulfilling my calling in that. Um, one of the many things that like, I come to find out is like, uh, I operate so much better without myself in the way. So when it comes to like doing this stuff, it's like, I, like Lord, I, I need you to lead me and, and, and helping these people. How do I help these people deeper instead of like me trying to make all these decisions and these uh, learn how to do like these different actions and, and create these plans that I know are going to fail because it's, it's specifically me. It's just there's, there's no Holy Spirit in it because I, I feel like I got this sense of pride that's leading me through all of it. It's like I've dealt with this issue and maybe you have where it seems like I can carry the weight of everything in my life, whether it be my calling my relationships, my job, my financial responsibilities, and so much more. And it's like I get this, this, this pride to where it's like, I, can, I, can I handle the weight of everything that's in my life on my own? And like one of the things that I struggle with is through the circumstances where I've been in the past, like I developed this independent mindset to where I can handle a, a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, because I, I had to use it to survive. And I don't know if a lot of you have been into, like, situations where, you know, you had to utilize some of this stuff to be able to uh, just to survive. And I know for myself, like, I've been into places where 
uh, I had nothing. Like, I, I've been homeless. I, I slept on benches, and there's times where it's like I, I felt like the money wasn't enough for me because I know what the money was going to lead to. It was going to lead to doing other things that were just going to lead me deeper into a hole. And my thing is, like, I, I wanted somebody to reach out to me to bring me up, to just lead me into uh, to, to the righteousness or right way or whatever you want to call it. And it's like it didn't seem like I had that. And it was like there was a more, I guess, a deeper longing to have a relate that relationship um, that brought me to a place to where I can learn new things, to where I can see the potential of myself. You know, and, but I, I had this, this sense of pride where it's like, you know, do I truly want to get, like, get this help? You know, because I've I done this so much. Uh, I've I done so much in my life so far to get me to where I'm at, to where I haven't needed anybody. I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. So nobody can take that away from me. And that's all I pretty much needed in that moment. I'm not saying, like, dealing with it in a bad way. I'm saying, like, I didn't need anyone to try to dictate how I felt or how to deal with it. Uh, there's this feeling that dwells inside that wants to take control. You know, it's a, it's a feeling that says I'm not, I'm good in my own power. And it's like I'm sensing that you might be, uh, I'm sensing you might be till you're, or well, I don't know what I wrote there. Oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I jot stuff down just because I get these ideas and then I go back and read it. And I should have proofread it before, and it's complete gibberish. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hold on. Let me see. Let me get. Let me get my bearings straight. Lord, Lord, is let's direct me here. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna skip down. So there's this, uh, you know, just going like talking about this. It's like. Gaining, like, I feel like when you pick up pride, it's, it's one of those things that's so cunning and so, it, it, it's, it tricks you because it gives you, it gives you the sense of, of blindness to pride. It's like you can't see pride. It's like when you pick it up, it just lingers there. And it's like one of the things that lie to you and says, oh, you don't have pride. And it's like even when people try to point it out to you, you're like, no, I'm not prideful. And it's like 99% uh, of times you can't see. <laughs> and like, I, I, and like, I've been there, it's like, man, how are you going to tell me like, I have pride? It's like, this is just something that you're just like fabricating to make me, you know, make me try to feel bad or something. But like, in, the, in the case, that's not it. And like, it's crazy because like, I remember when I, when I first, became, uh, first became a Christian and saved and whatever, um, I would literally like, think about it all the time, think about pride. And it's like, I, I want to do whatever it takes not to be prideful. I want to have that humility. I want to be humble at heart. And it's like, it was a lot dealing with it, you know, because I focused on it a lot. And I was like, you know, and I felt, I felt good about it. But then, like, over a period of time, like, especially, it could, you know, deal with trauma and, and situations. Like, I picked it up as a defense mechanism to hold me back from actually having to deal with issues in my life. C.S. Lewis says, for pride is spiritual cancer. It eats up every possibility of love, contentment, or even uh, common sense. One's, uh, Proverbs 29, 23 says, One's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. I believe God didn't just allow me to pick up the pride as something to take with me and to destroy me, but he used it as a breaking tool. He, he allowed me to have the pride so I can be taken low, 
Sometimes I had to be stri- I had to been stripped of specific things and get to a place to where I was broken to truly understand this is what I'm dealing with right now. This is where I need to step into and like deal with this now because if I don't, then I'm gonna continue down this path. And like we were, we spoke with uh, Robin Lisa, I think it was like two weeks ago, and there's a lot of things that came up, and I, I had to realize like I, I I'm not well. There's there's things that I'm dealing with that have that have unlocked this. Uh, this, this pain in me that hindered me from wanting to uh, tap deeper into relationships with my wife, with friends, with people around me. And it's like, it's like why, why am I doing this? It's like, why am I holding people at arm's length? Why am I pushing people away from me? You know, I want to get close to me. And like, I would feel this, this feeling in my heart when I would get close to people. Like, it was like this hardening where it's just like, no, I don't need them. Like, I don't, I don't need to be close to you to like make me feel good. It's like I can make myself feel good. And it's like a lot of it was dealing with abandonment. And when, I, when I've been left so many times, like I had this mantle that I placed on me that says like, I don't want you to get close to me. Like I, I was like, I won't leave myself and there's no way I can leave myself. I tried to run from myself before and I know I'm always take it with me. It's like, so I'm gonna deal with it. It's like, I'm strong enough to hold this. It's like, you're not gonna take that away from me. And like, I remember I was sitting there on the floor or sitting here while she was praying and God unlocked something in me and said, submit to your wife right now. And I was thinking like, there's this thing inside me. I was like, what? What do you, what do you mean? But I was like, I prayed. I was like, I was like, Lord, the area where I'm at is like trying to be everything, trying to want to lead in every type of like levels of ministry trying to uh, hold back my, my stuff because I'm trying to protect me, God. Let me submit to her right now and just release this because I do not want to carry this anymore. I want to be able to love her without that hindrance in place. I want to be able to gain friends without putting a wall up saying that I only want you to get so close. I don't want to be in a place to where I'm in ministry and I, I'm sitting there holding the people that I'm supposed to be leading at bay because I'm scared of what they're going to be able to offer me. So he, bring, he can use pride to bring you to a place of humility. And he, oh, yes, I had, to be, I had to be humble when I prayed that because the pride was swimming in my head. It was like, I don't need this. But, like, there was such, there was this, this blockage, this hindrance that got taken out of the way as soon as I prayed that. I felt like I had that connection that I, I with the Father again. Like, I, I felt like there was a, there was a, there was a disruption in like how I connected with the Father because I allowed my pride to get in the way. That was one relationship where I thought I would never allow that to, uh, to, to be disconnected through my own actions. But in, in, in all reality, that was the one that was probably hurt the most. I'm, lear- I'm still learning, too. Like Pride is one of the reasons why I keep walls up when it co- uh, comes to gaining new relationships. In my mind, I would believe that nobody can provide the satisfaction of friendship or fulfill my longing to be worried. A lot of it's stemming from situational, and I said circumstantial trauma. With Jared, I had an ultimate friend in him, but I made the mistake of putting him on a pedestal when he passed away. I picked up this devious trick known as pride that I used as a major defense tactic not to pursue new relationships. 
I didn't know at the time I had picked it up, but I slowly, it slowly spread deeper into, into my life, telling me I don't need anybody else but me or nobody else is worthy of my time. The hard part about it was I couldn't see it at all. And I don't know if anybody else could, which you probably could because it probably stunk. You know, it was one of those things was like, you know, you need to take the trash out because it's overflowing right now. <laughs> it took deeper spirit, uh, spiritual realization to be better and allowing the Father to search my heart. And after, like, I, I came to that, that realization with her, you know, I had to, like, I had to search the scriptures. And one thing that stuck out to me, and it's like I remembered praying this before, it comes from Psalms 100, uh, 139. 23 through 24. And this is something that's deep and it's scary to pray. But like once I started praying, it allowed me to, to, to allow the Father in to search me, to reveal these things that I can deal with it. And it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Man, I'm getting chills to think about that prayer. That's, that's good. It's really good. It's like, but it's like, God, search me because I try to search myself and I can't find it because I've hidden this so well. And like when he goes in, he doesn't just, he doesn't just dust it off. He pulls it out. But like I can't sit there and say, God, you are only allowed to be in one part of this, this house. But I got to let him in every single room. I can't just let him in the kitchen and say you can't go into the bedroom. Just because the bedroom's messy. I can't let him in the bedroom and say you can't go in the closet because the closet's destroyed. No, I gotta give him full access to the whole house just so he can know the full extent of me. Try me and know my thoughts. That's scary because I don't even wanna know my own thoughts sometimes. The stuff that I think is, is ridiculous. I'm like, good grief, like, what, what, is, what is going on up there? Oh my goodness. But like he has shown me and he's like, no, it's like you, you think this way. You think this way about people, but really, this is how they really see you. You think that they don't like you or they're going to judge you because of the things that you got to say, even though you know it comes from me. But this is how they really feel about you. Or do you truly feel this? Do you truly see how I see? And it's like, God, no, I don't. So I need you to show me the way that you view me. I want to see through your eyes how those people see me as well. Get into the root and shining light on pride and exposing it starts with being real with God and letting him do, do the cleansing and refining. When you ask him to search you, he definitely doesn't leave any rock unturned. It's like troubleshooting for your spirit or a hard reset and repair. The more that I get to a place of humility, the more I understand uh, peace. Yeah. It's because like, when I have that pride, I'm constantly thinking like comparing myself constantly thinking what everybody else thinks of me, constantly thinking that people are judging me from where I'm at. But like when I'm getting to a place in me, it's like, you know what? This ain't all about me. No, this is not about me at all. It's like, and I can feel peace about that because it's like, I don't have to worry about people judging me. But like I can truly, instead of like everything flowing inwards, I can finally let love flow outwards. With pride, it's really hard to understand contentment. It's hard to be happy with what you have. Pride, I feel, is linked to greed, the need to get more to fulfill. It consumes you with the, the knowing there's never enough and keeps you from understanding God is enough. The biggest thing that pride does is give me a sense that I deserve everything or, or it's owed to me. 
when in fact I'm lucky to have what I've gotten by the grace of where I am. I am, uh, I am, because none of this is a result of what I achieved or what I did, but what the Father has given and allowed for me. And like I look at my life now, and it's like, it's like, I would never be in the place that I'm at now if it wasn't for the grace of the Father and all for Him doing the work in my life. It's like, yes, you could say, oh, well, you you did the footwork, of course, but most of the time I was falling down and couldn't walk. He's the one that carried me. There's many times where I wanted to give up. Even in, like in this season now where we're moving, it's like there's times where I just want to walk away because it's like, it's like God, it's like this is, this is so stressful at times. Like there's a lot of things I'm going through in my life. It's like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to lead? How am I going to be in a place to, to stand in front of a church and, and, and speak like this? But he's like, no, but my grace is greater. But I'm greater. Like let me work through you. Let me, let me be your feet. Let me move you. And sometimes it's like I have to give up all, all strength. Not sometimes, all the time. I have to give up everything that I am so that he can operate in me and flow through me for the way that he has for me. But it's so that I will not boast in myself but in Christ. I can't boast in myself for anything that I've done. I can't boast in myself for anything that I am because he's the one that's given me the confidence and the boldness to be able to stand in front of you guys and, and, and speak a message like this. But Christ, I can boast like, oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me the, this confidence and this, this new life to be able to move forward and not, not, not live in, in debauchery. <laughs> She's like, what does debauchery mean? I don't even know what it means, but I just like using the word. Because it's, it's a fun word to use, you know what I mean? But like, I'm not, I don't have to go through and just like, and continue messing up. But Lord, like, you're, you're teaching me and you're leading me and you're showing me. It's like, so I boast in you alone because it's you that have given me the wisdom to live this new life. It's you alone that has given me this, this, this knowledge on how to live and to seek after you to show me your characteristics so I don't have to be like I used to be. That it continues to break forth and I can live more and more like Jesus. Going back to God, search me and know my thoughts. We have to be transparent and vulnerable to God. Two separate, two differently, or two separate things. She says she's not good with trans or vulnerability. But you're good with transparency. And it's funny because I'm good with vulnerability, but I'm not good with transparency. So we like, that's how we're trying to work this out here. And it's like, okay, okay we got we to gotta, we gotta meet at the middle ground. It's like, it's like you got to teach me how to be uh, more transparent. <laughs> and I can teach you how to be more vulnerable. Because I can be vulnerable, but the transparency is, is, is definitely lacking sometimes. And I can, I can admit that in a vulnerable state because that's not easy to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm op what is it, opaque? No, the no, opaque. No, I'm still <laughs> crystal clear. <laughs> opaque. Oh my God. Debauchery. <laughs> but by doing so, by giving him 
allowing us to be transparent and vulnerable to God. We're, we're giving him full access to call anything that hinders us the true connection to, uh, to the Godhead. So that vulnerability shows who we truly are, but it's like showing him, it's like, it's like here, I want you to have this. It's like, I don't want anything that, that's, that's, you know, keep me from connecting to you on a full level. Like, I want a full access to the Holy Spirit, to, G, uh, to Jesus, to Father God. I don't want anything holding me back. So, for, the, by, for by the grace given to me, I say to uh, everyone among you, not to think of himself more high than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Romans 12, 3. And I, I put this in here because... Sometimes, like when I when I get to a place and I and everything's going good, it's like I can get this big head and say, you know, oh well, you know, look at me. This is you know, look at what I've done here. It's like I can forget what like the hand that God has in it. It's like even though like I see what He's done in my life and that it was it was basically Him controlling me the whole time. And it's like and giving me this, uh, you know, give me all the things that I've asked for. And it's like bringing me to a place of where I can say, like, you know, it is well. It's like, but I can get to a place where I allow myself to get back into that prideful state. But sometimes I have to have that sober judgment, just like look and, and stop myself and say, you know, that's why it's like it's good to thank God, you know, in the morning and at night. And just thank him for the stuff that you have because like it, it switches the focus off of yourself, but it reminds you that it's him that provides all things. I'm going to let my pride interfere with the level of ministry. I trust in, uh, there we go again. <laughs> oh, I trust, it's like, I trust in myself and I'm no longer as effective as I should be. I've seen in the past season that wanting to be the, the one who operates in all areas has hindered me from truly operating my full ability and what he has called me to. And this is what I was talking about earlier. It's like, I, I did have a mindset to where I thought of myself as someone who should be able to do it all. I, th um, I thought I should have all the giftings and all the talents, but I failed to realize that God didn't just bring me into ministry to be a one-man show, but to rely on my brothers and sisters that he has called beside me. It's like, I can't do everything on my own. It is if I try to, I'm going to be run so ragged, and I, and I don't know. I, I just probably, I don't know. I'll be ran out that door so quickly. But like, he's, he's, brought, he's brought people beside me to help lift me up. But I'm not, I'm not the head of anybody. I'm right here on the same level. So like why they hold me up, I hold them up as well, which is the beauty of this thing. It's like I, I don't have to do this on my own. I don't have to look at it through eyes where it's like, you know, I'm alone in this because I'm truly not. It took the Holy Spirit doing that search to reveal that I'm, uh, I don't need to be a Swiss Army man. But to remember what he showed me before, seek and pull out the full potential in others. And that's bringing me back to like, the calling that he has on my life. And, like, and I need to fo like, me focus on what he's called me to. Like, I can operate fully in that. I can, have, uh, I can have full strength in that area. And like, I don't have to worry about trying to tap into what everybody else is doing because they got this. And it's like, I don't have to worry about them not having it because, I don't know, God's called them for that area for a reason. If I'm trying to be the, the say-all, then I fail to do what God has called me to do. I'm to see people excel in the area they are gifted in and help support that. 
But this can be the same, uh, the same in any area we are in. It may look totally different in your lives. And I'm not, to, uh, I'm not to do what it... I'm not to... What the world? <laughs> this, is like, this is freshly added, so I didn't get a chance to actually read this. <laughs> but it's for... Uh, it, yeah, it's not for me to, the, the, like, to tell you like, what it is that he has called you to, but it's for the Father to show you. you know, or, or any issues like it, you might have come up. And that's what that's, that seek me and search me and know my thoughts. Because he's the one that's going to reveal it to you. It's, and like, you know, it's actually, uh, actually exciting when it comes down to it. Understanding growing through the realization that we are co- constantly need to empty ourselves and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The only one that holds us back from the Father is ourselves. That's why it's so important to do an inventory from time to time to make sure our hearts are okay. We aren't perfect beings, but if you're like me, I strive to want to be more and more like Jesus as much, uh, as much as it hurts when I find myself being something other than that. And it does. Like I, I, I want to strive to be more like Jesus. And it does hurt when I know that I've fallen short in those areas. But like that's where I have to take time to take that inventory and say, look, I, I know that my wrongs that I, I've done and the things that I have that are going on inside. And like, Father, i got to trust you with this. And by doing so, like, I get to see Jesus more and more and see his loving side. And then the more love that he shows me, the more love that I can show others. It's like a mirror. I get to reflect the Father. And, and, and it's like he's so happy for for us to give those things up to him. Like he wants us to look more like his son. And he's not disappointed in us, you know, when we bring that stuff to him. That's the biggest thing that you got to realize. What, those things that, the issues that you have, it doesn't, it doesn't offend him. And like when you do bring it to him, it doesn't make him mad. It doesn't make him uh, upset. He's, just more, he's probably more proud of you that you come, with him, to come to him with those things than, than you actually think of. It's like sometimes you got to ask the Father. It's like, what do you, you know, what do you think of me? How do you see me? And like I remember, I had to ask that in the Sozo, and he was like, "I'm proud of you," and that's like the hard, that was like one of the best things ever here. You know, I, and, and never hearing that from my uh, father, I get to hear it from my earthly father, who's greater. And it's like, man, that's like, <laughs> that's a good feeling. That's like I can go out there and do anything, you know, just just do it. <laughs> but let's continue to be diligent in our journey to gain a deeper wisdom and knowledge let's continue to seek change when change is needed let's continue to grow and be um, be watered by the sweet water of our precious Savior in doing this we'll become so wealthy in our spirit and reap so many benefits that will come with the transformation I'm not saying it's to look for like look for the the wealth in it, but it's like provided because like you're doing what you need to do. But I just want to take a, a few moments just to just let us pray, you know, and to activate this, activate the the fact that or activate the Father searching us, that's so He can bring that stuff up. Because that's something like you can go out through go throughout the week and just pray on and, and and bring it to the Father, and it's like you guys can deal with this, and like you can see the change that's coming to your life, your uh, your lives. So, Father God, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for the option to, and, and, and the ability to come to you, Father, and say, search me and know me. 
God, I pray that you can just dig deep inside of us, Lord, and the things that we might have hidden for so long or the things that we might have forgot about, God, that you can bring them to the surface. But I ask, God, that you can, we can do it in a graceful way, Lord. You know what we need, and you know how to handle it. And you know you won't overwhelm us with the things that we have to deal with. You will bring them out one by one, and we'll deal with them as they come. But, Father, I, I pray that you can give us the strength to deal with them, Lord. To know that you're not offended by these things, but, God, you're, you're, you're so proud of us for wanting to, to take a step forward and change. That you're so proud of us for wanting to move forward out of uh, where we're at, God, and, and not be stagnant, but continue to grow. And we ask for that, that water just to be continued to, to be poured out upon us so we can grow. And as we trade these things off to you, Father, you give us back a life that's more representative of Jesus. God, so we ask that you take them as they come and we give them freely to you without holding back. As easy as it is to want to hold on and be comfortable with it, Father, we ask that you take that comfort away from us and, be, and allow us to be in a place of, of discomfort just because we know it's better for us. It is going to hurt, but it's a good pain. We know the change is going to be so much sweeter. And then when we look back at it, we can say, wow, you really helped me through this. You really showed me that this, this was harmful to me, and I didn't know it. Or I didn't even know this was there, and it was, it was affecting me in so many different areas. I pray that it can give us a deeper sense of gratitude when those things do come up. God, that we can see those deeper issues like pride, where they hide, and that they can be revealed. Hold us, Lord. God, because you are, you, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna carry us through this. We thank you so much, Father. We ask that you just, through, as we go through this week, God, we just, we just continue to look towards you and just be thankful and have grateful hearts and, don't, and, and not let us forget that it's you're the one that sustains us. It's you're the one that gives us the strength to be able to handle the things that come out uh, during the day. We're just so grateful and gracious for you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Amen. Well, we got people that are willing to come up and uh, pray with you. So go throughout your week and be blessed. All right. <laughs>